0: speaking out a little bit a little frustrated that maybe he didn't get a look at the title shot and feels like maybe you guys aren't willing to pay him. What what
1: isn't that pleasure? guy retired he's <laughs> retired isn't he i mean the last time i saw he was retired and now he's mad that he didn't get a title shot that doesn't even make sense in a different weight class <laughs> it doesn't make sense
0: the example that everybody points to, obviously, is George St. Pierre and so, said, "Well, you gave him that opportunity prior, why wouldn't you do it? you know tendered up again? Is it yeah, so I
1: should have jumped over everybody and gave it to him because all of a sudden last week he decided he's not retired. Come on, man, this is a fucking silly conversation. silly. He wants to come back and and, and, and try to win the title again in his weight class and then talk about moving up or doing something else but, you know, just fucking pop up and start calling somebody names and think that you're going to get a title shot in a different weight class when you've been <laughs> retired for what two two and a half years
0: <laughs> two and a half years dana Ball. that hasn't even been two years man what about your boy gsp or gps he took a whole whopping four years off and you still give them that opportunity I already told you, I already gave my word, as soon as I won the flyweight title and the bantamweight title, when I retire on that Saturday, I put my pink slip on that month because I want to give all those weight divisions a chance to compete, to compete for mind belts. Now, that being said, give me my opportunity, I want to become C4, let me put Alexander Volkanovski's head on the plate, and that's it, Triple C is out
1: way to introduce the show to everybody triple c the schmo just wanted to start off reading some of your tweets we've been thoroughly entertained we've had our popcorn we've been (laughs) sitting it on the couch eating enjoying it the schmo's just gonna start off by reading this one here we go quote from henry cejudo dana i need a break honestly It was getting boring beating up TJ Pillashaw in under a minute and Dominic snooze in two. I got married, had a kid, and now rejuvenated. I want to be 4C. If I beat up an old guy at a bar and learn how to river dance, will you give me a shot? End quote. Whoa, triple C. Oh, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet because you got a response from the guy that you wanted to get a response from. The notorious Conor McGregor. He says, quote, Henry Sahuda is a little fart, end quote. And then he responds, <laughs> quote, what do you know about farting? You always run out of gas, end quote. <laughs> Whoa, Triple C trading bombs with the notorious Conor McGregor. Uh,
0: trading bombs. I mean, we wish he had gas to be able to trade gas with me. You know what I'm saying? He is the fart. He's got no gas. He's just a piece of fart schmo so whatever that is conor mcgregor you absolutely suck stay in your own lane because we because we all know that you are privileged and i don't feel like saying it right now
1: all right well with that said welcome back to the triple c ad schmo show i'm the schmo my co-host has an olympic gold medal he's champ champ triple c henry cejudo
0: What's up, Shmo? Hold on, just one second, man. Let me just remind the crowd real quick. Let me remind all the haters, you know. Let's get this bar rolling because money is time and time is money. Let's go, schmo So when all this
1: was going down on the interwaves of the internet, we saw a big fight. Calvin Cater Giga Chikadze. Calvin Cater put on a performance very similar to what max holloway did to him a year before returns the favor and he won pretty handedly against giga chikadze a very entertaining fight an early contender for fight of the year on the first fight night of 2022 <clears throat> now wait for this that was a, was
0: actually it was actually more of a beating of the year and you know what i am going to say this to calvin cater i'm sorry man i apologize i counted you out man but it's the same reason why was somebody cut uh Counts you out, they will respect you more. For that reason, I respect you more because I didn't think you could be the guy like Giga. But you showed true tenacity. You went out there. You pressed them. The pressure, your composure was on point. And uh, your takedowns. I mean, he was using takedowns, Schmo. We, we rarely see that guy, the kid, do that. And he was able to kind of pull it out of his back pocket. We saw several takedowns. And uh, congratulations to uh, Calvin Cater. Like I said, man, you got my respect. He turned this into a war, and he made this
1: messy. Like I said, he used the wrestling, but those elbows were so impressive. I've never seen Giga Chikotse cut up like that. He was so great at sprinkling everything in his arsenal in any given moment to win this fight. He capitalized on every single opportunity. The moment Giga Chikotse slipped in those early rounds, and then Calvin Cater jumped, this was the first round, jumped on him, grabbed him, wrestled with him, took the back and everything, you knew he was in for a dogfight, and he didn't disappoint. The number five guy beat the number eight guy. Obviously, you got Korean Zombie stepping up to fight Volkanovski with Holloway pulling out. You got your buddy Yair Rodriguez losing Max Holloway. You got Max Holloway beating also a year ago this guy Calvin Cater who got the win. Man, oh man, if there was ever an argument for Triple C with what happened the other day, this past weekend, this proves it, Triple C, man. This proves why you wanted to no, step of, over C4.
0: Of course, man. Of course. And you know what? Like I said before, dude, like this is the sport of MMA and anything could happen. It, it's a perfect matchup for me, Shmo. I, but I'm kind of getting sick and tired of making this thing about me. It's not even about me, man. It's about the legacy. It's about somebody that can become the first three-division champion UFC history. His name is his name is Triple C, who who will meta, who will metamorphose into C four. So it makes perfect sense. But I think now we're able to see it. I mean, everybody has beaten each other in there, and it's just like, dude, there's a new storyline. Let's draw some fresh blood. You know, Dana White's got my number. He needs to call me.
1: Well, Triple C, all the fans have been sending the schmo texts and emails for days. They all been saying Triple C, he's not in the Usada pool. But you're not in the Usada pool. You know it takes six months when well, you put your name in the Usada pool at least to entertain the fans.
0: Well, I mean, it's hard for me to jump into the Usada pool if I'm not gonna get whatever it is that I'm compensated to get. You know, I threw I threw my name in the hat out there uh, for Dana White to you know. But I'm not. I, it's it's hard to get back into the Usada pool and have people randomly knocking on your door when you just have a a newborn. If they're not going to budge, if I'm not going to get what I want, because the money's got to be worth my legacy, Shmo. So that's where that's where this idea of of me not jumping in there, but I did, we, we were in communication with them, but they're just going to slide me off I'm like, no, I'm not going to jump in there, dude. My little, my little baby needs that, she needs that princess rest, you know, until me and Dana White can meet and we can talk and they're actually interested, where I'm not just somebody that's begging like everybody else is telling me, then it's okay, what I'm saying is I can make history, and that's it. at the same time, small too. Though I love my career, I love what I've accomplished. I know what I can do. Now, I am a little frustrated, but I'm not going to be waking up my daughter after you if she's going to pay me what they're paying me before playing. And simple. What bothers you more, the disrespect
1: of not getting the opportunity for the fight, or the amount of money that you want to be paid and they're not offering on the table for you to fight?
0: Well, I'll be honest with you. It's so a mixture of both but I think it's more about the money on their on their on their uh, on their side. it's more about the money to me it's to me it's to me it's it's both because I've accomplished so much more like I, I've done so can I, can I take my crown off once again of course and I don't do this and I don't do this often because I don't I love my crown but that's just that's just the reality man like I, I'm not here to I'll keep a gold, I'll keep the gold medal on. I'm, I'm, I'm here to make history, man. I, I put myself in the categories of, of Michael Phelps, of, of Usain Bolt, of Manny Pacquiao, of guys that have done amazing things that they're literally in the mountain of their own. Like, that's what Triple C is. If you really think about it, hate the character, hate the cringe, hate the persona. I mean, what I've been able to do in combat sports, it's like an equivalent of if Michael Jordan was to go and do it in, in baseball, become a world champion in that. That's exactly what Triple C did. You see what I'm saying? So I do, I, it, it, it's a low blow, it's a lack of disrespect. It is what it is. I'm, I'm tired of crying about it. The fans know what I want, and if I don't get it, then then I really am all out. That's it. And keep that gold medal on because we're gonna have a unique two
1: gold medal moments but the schmo just wants to chime in and wrap this up on this note right here obviously when it comes to conor mcgregor he's the face of the fight game the most popular mma fighter of all time the numbers show it gsp he's got the movies captain america he's been able to transition that way but for you triple c henry cejudo you are at the time when you won it the youngest wrestler and United States history to win an Olympic gold medal. And you are the only gold medal winner and champ champ UFC history. You've set history yourself. All three of you guys have unique categories of stardom. Yours yeah. cannot yeah, be overlooked, sh- and that is something that the schmo just wants no. to hit at home that you no, have wh- wh- your own wh- unique wh- lane.
0: No, it's not my own unique lane. It's the only lane that I'm in and nobody's allowed to be in it. Your own GSP unique lane, did... it's your own lane. G- GSP GSP uh, didn't defend his belt. Conor McGregor didn't defend his featherweight or uh or uh, uh what is it? His fifty five pound title, his lightweight title. Yes. I defend I defended both my bantamweight champion against three future Hall of Famers, Demetrius Johnson, TJ Dillashaw and Dominic Snoos. I mean, I literally defended it against the best of the best when I beat the best of the best, the best in my generation in two different weight classes. And on top of that, the youngest in history to ever win Olympic gold medal in 2008, the youngest USA wrestling inductee in history in the Hall of Fame. You know, like these. Yeah, I am talking about myself, but because, yeah, I do deserve that respect and I do deserve that. And I tell you what, build me. That's what you do. I beat them with it, with with all this mouth that, that I'm able to do. Jake, One, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you back that Jake Paul, that example with Jake Paul. Jake Paul absolutely sucks, but he's able to do this and he has a platform. I can actually fight. I wouldn't have stirred out. You can build me. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's, it, it's, but the thing is, the reality is, Shmo, is that Dana White, know the UFC, they don't have confidence in Alexander Volkanovsky. They really don't because if they did, it'd be like, hey man, shut this kid up. Shut this kid up and kill the cringe but they don't want to man they don't if they're afraid of what i'm gonna do with gsp that just lets you know they don't have confidence in alexander volkanovsky i'm not gonna run off that i already gave you my word i i would love to fight alexander volkanovsky and then defend it against max holloway
1: well gsp didn't do you any favors by bidding bidding, bispink and then leaving and not defending the middleweight strap so obviously they don't want that situation to repeat itself that's the fear that's got to be in the eyes so let's go on to another situation where finances are involved. It's coming up this weekend. We got UFC 270. We have the heavyweight champion of the world, Francis Ngannou, fighting for their former teammate and current interim UFC heavyweight champion, Cyril Gann in Anaheim. You're going to be there because you're going to be in the corner of Figueiredo, which we'll get to next but listen, man, Francis Ngannou's on record saying to ESPN that he will not fight for $500,000, $600,000 again, okay? Win or lose. So you got your heavyweight champion coming up here, man. He's in a situation where it seems to be a win-win for him because if he wins, the UFC's going to have to do something. And if he loses, he's a free agent,
0: So if he loses he's a free agent if he doesn't win, he extends his contract? That's what it is, is a, that what there's, it is, a, Shmo? there's a championship clause meaning they have to offer him three fights within a
1: year's time And it's at the same contract that he's currently in it's the championship clause if he wins, but he doesn't want to continue Shmo doesn't know all the language in the contracts and stuff like that He's not gonna be locked up forever, but it's gonna be a very very unique situation. He gets his hand raised and, yeah, he fights out his contract. There's this championship clause that kicks in. But they're going to have to find some sort of middle ground. It's going to force some some talk at the negotiation yeah. table.
0: Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, you no, know, that's smart, man. If I was to give anybody advice, and that's something that I would do with the UFC, because that's the only way you end up getting paid, is I would run out your contract, dude. Do not be silly and extend your contracts for anything, man. I would run it out because there is a lot of options out there. You know, you got Bellator, you got One FC. You, you, man, I think the trend the trend's gonna be from now on, in My opinion is people are gonna be starting their own promotions. What? People are gonna be if Conor McGregor. If you can keep all the money, if you can keep all the cash and section your own thing, get your get your own pay per view, get your own production company, all based on you. Yeah, you'll spend some money, find some investors. But if you're able to do it yourself, man, that's that's the platform that you have is your social media. Shout
1: out you know, to Gamebred Orhei Mosvidol because he has two promotions. I believe he's got the Icon, and then he's got his Gamebred SC for the bare knuckle MMA fighting. He's got two promotions, and one of them's at least on Fight Pass now.
0: Yeah, yeah, but that's the way it is. But no, but I'm talking about individually when you, if you can buy actual co- contract and then fight independently, like somebody like Conor, even a Nate Diaz, or even a George, if they're to run their contracts out, dude they would get more more of that piece of that power or I would do like a one shot deal with like a showtime and be like, Hey man, how much money can we make together? An HBO. You pitch it to an HBO. I guarantee you HBO would be all about it. They used to be in the sport of 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 boxing and things like that. I guarantee you an a company like HBO wouldn't mind doing a negotiation for a one fight deal with you to see how see how it is you guys you guys both split the pie.
1: Hey screw the I HBOs.
0: Go to the modern day stuff. What about the Hulus, the
1: Netflixes, the streaming services? Maybe you're better yeah. off doing that with the bigger platform where more people have that streaming option in their living room
0: exactly schmo now you're thinking now you're thinking like triple c you're 100 right okay so let's go back
1: to francis ninganu right and cyril god so after this fight john jones who's training at fight ready who's coming in now working with you triple c are you 100 confident that he's fighting the winner of this matchup
0: oh of course but this is the thing that like me and john jones like it's different for everybody man like we deserve it I defended both of my belts john jones is the greatest of all time he's never lost dude he has never lost a competition so for that reason man it's like yeah of course it would be it would be stupid it would be silly if john didn't get the title shot and i get it i i'm i'm with it schmo i'm with it even if i don't fight volkanovsky like jones has to fight for the title Because he's the GOAT man He's the real GOAT of mixed martial arts He ain't the GOAT for combat sports like Triple C But he is the GOAT for mixed martial arts And here's
1: the fascinating thing If Francis Ngannou gets his hand raised, and we want a prediction out of you, Triple C. We want to get a breakdown at least. You don't have to give us your final winner, but at least a breakdown. If Francis Ngannou wins this fight, you're talking about your current heavyweight champion who wants to beat the negotiation table. You're talking about your greatest fighter in the history of the promotion, Johnny Bones Jones, wants more money. Because he's currently fighting under a light heavyweight contract, right? He wants to be paid more money as a heavyweight. You got both those guys who would be fighting for that title that want more money. Would the UFC be forced to negotiate, or would they have more leverage with Cyril Don winning? And then he fights Jon
0: Jones? Well, then this is another thing. What I would do is I would extend my contract for just one-fight extensions. One-fight extensions that I would do if I was in Francis Nogano's shoes. He's like, hey, I'll renegotiate. I'll fight. Give me that one fight with Jon Jones, and that's it. You know? Let's see if and it then plays we can out, renego- and, and, and and then we can renegotiate. If not, I mean, I'd find a way to get out. I'd find a way to get out to, to make more money. I mean, this is we're in the money game, like Dana, UFC. Like we're all trying to make money here. We're in the same. We're we're not in the mixed martial arts business. We're in the money business, and everybody's trying to make money, including yourself. So everybody has to do what's best for them. And this is the thing, Shmo. Is I'm not even mad at Dana White because I know that this is this company. I know what I'm saying is the only reason why I'm going public with the stuff that I'm going public with is because the third party is the people. If the people ask for it, I get it. If they don't ask for it, then I won't get it. It's plain and simple. I don't have have a third party negotiating for me that's gonna be able to make it happen. Yeah, I do got my manager, but it's different because they can just say no. But when you have the people, you get the people involved, then there's no other choice but to give Triple C the shot. It's a numbers game indeed,
1: and the numbers have to make sense for all parties involved. But can we just wrap up, though? Francis Ngannou, Cyril Gann. It seems like Francis has all these different distractions in his ears, but he's got that great right-hand equalizer. Does he get the job done, Triple
0: C? Well, that's where he has to be careful, Shmo. He has to be careful because he's... uh... There's a lot of stress, man. When it comes to you talking about money and things like that, but you should you should probably bring it up at the very end. And I wouldn't have that that money factor before you're gonna go in there. You're gonna fight because Cyril Gaines is no dumb. He's trained with you. He knows the power that you used to have in your hands. And if he's able to fight you correctly, man, and if he can wear you out and tire you out, kind like the whole Conor McGregor take that gas away from you, he could beat you. So you got to be more methodical. Don't think about the money right now. Don't think about the UFC right now. It's you defending that title for the first time. You winning, and then you take it from there. Because if that stuff is in his mind right now, schmo, I don't know if that Saint Francis Ngannou is going to come up, come out, or if he's going to show up. And,
1: and Bet Online's paying attention. Let's pull up those Bet Online odds. They got Francis Ngannou who is the dog in this situation. They are favoring Cyril Ngannou so listen man so when it comes to outside of the octagon distractions people are paying attention to things like that too
0: yeah yeah I mean it's you know everybody's everybody's making money everybody's trying to make money like how how popular has betting you know how popular has gotten in these last years you know what I'm saying so everybody's trying to make money It's, it's not even just us the fighters or Dana White the UFC it's the fighters themselves I mean it's the fans themselves I'm sorry you know, so it's it, it's a whole game out here that we're playing.
1: That's right. Now let's move on to the second half of the gold medal moment. Davidson Figueredo against Brandon Moreno 3. You're going to be cornering this man, Figgy, which we'll get to in a moment. But what is the biggest difference between Figgy last time out and Figgy right now, Triple C?
0: Man, Figgy, he's not the same fighter, man. He finally became a professional for the first time in his life. I mean, we've got him out to the science out at, at Nero Force One where he's he's not training like a dummy. A lot of these fighters, they think just being sore and training hard is going to get them tougher. It's like, no, man, there's a process to it. There's a process to every week for you to peak accordingly. And uh, we got his weight down. His weight, he's only, I think, eight or nine over, like, a week out, which is ridiculous for him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's on point. So by the time so by the time tuesday comes when he when he arrives in anaheim he's probably going to be anywhere between 67 pounds over you know that's a big deal the the weight's good the tactical the techniques that we have planned are going to be good and you guys will hear on you man like that's it like davidson Fragrance coming out with everything the god of war is ready he's been trained by triple c he's triple c certified and you guys will hear and That's a big deal you bring up, Triple C, because the god of wars
1: had to fight the god of the scale on the Fridays leading up to the fight, usually. And if we don't have to worry about weight as an issue, that's one less stressor and a major stressor, the Schmo might add, off
0: the chest. Well, Well, think about it this way, Schmo. Think about it this way. He beat Moreno that first fight, and he did it without me. The second fight, he didn't. It was a majority draw. It was a and he retained. It was a majority right now, but I saw it. I saw that fights that low blows what cost him that fight. And 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 getting to know David Figueroa, dude, he's a he's a good dude, man. He didn't mean to uh, to low blow to low blow someone that has nothing down there. Anyhow, he low blowed him. It was a point that was cost and and that's it but now with triple c man with me helping him this third fight it's gonna he's a different fighter i think he's easily gonna beat brandon moreno easily and now this portion of the schmo's question is brought to you
1: by blue man the best hair products in the world the schmo's got his triple c always flawless with the hair he's got his blue man maybe not today the ascend volume cream this sample here we go triple c man you've been in the corner for fighters before but none to this prominence as the co-main event you are cornering figgy my man you will be there in the flesh what are your expectations and responsibilities for this
0: specific fight in the corner for figgy no well my responsibility is honesty my responsibility is to hold him accountable you know, my, my, response, it's, I, I, my responsibility is to just hold him accountable. Like what I just said, his, his, his job is to fight. And I tell him this all the time. It's like, hey, listen, it doesn't matter who you have in your corner. It doesn't matter what you've done. You're going to feel sick. You're going to feel tired. You're going to feel fatigued. You're going to have all these different emotions. It's up to you to figure it out. It's up to you to feel those emotions, control your emotions, and go out there and fight like a calculated killer. Not just a killer. Because you are a killer before. That didn't work. That ain't pan pan out for you. Now you're a calculated killer. And that's just a different. That's going to be a different Davidson Figueroa. I promise you. Does this Davidson
1: Figueiredo bring this fight, allow this fight to go to the championship rounds?
0: Uh, If he has to go to the championship rounds, he's ready. If he doesn't go to the championship rounds, that's because he slept the assassin baby within round one or two.
1: Fair enough. And can we get the final thought you'd love to leave the audience with, Triple C, to wrap up the Triple C and Schmo Show?
0: Oh, well, that's it, man. You guys tune in. You guys pick on Dana White. I'm out here to compete. You guys stay tuned for Davis Figueroa, January 22nd. We are about to smash the assassin, baby. We're about to have some good old Mexican cuisines, some pork tamales, and uh, that's it, man. Triple C. Is
1: out. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Triple C and Schmo Show. Download these episodes everywhere where you get your podcasts. We'll see you in Anaheim Triple C. I'm The Schmo. You are the pro. And this is The Triple C and Schmo Show. We are out.